Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. It's Thursday, October 12th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noelle Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto's Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about the US CPI and intriguing Bitcoin innovation and more. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. Crypto markets are weak today. According to Coindesk Indices, at 8am Eastern Time, Bitcoin was down 1.6% over the past 24 hours, trading at $26,810. Ether was down 1.7%, trading at $1,550. Other tokens were faring worse. AVAX and Maker were down over 4%, Solana down 3.5%, Optimism down 3%. There's no catalyst that I can see for this slump, other than some concern that more high-profile regulatory actions may be forthcoming from the US Securities and Exchange Commission. The overall macro environment is creating even more investor uncertainty than usual, but any easing of US rates expectations, which we are indeed seeing, should benefit the crypto market. What's more, the US dollar has been in a downtrend since the beginning of October, which should also be boosting the price of Bitcoin. In macro signals, the US inflation numbers for September are in. They are largely in line with expectations. Headline CPI rose 3.7%, the same as in August. Analysts had been expecting 3.6%. Core inflation, which is more significant for the Federal Reserve in that it strips out energy and food prices, came in bang in line with the consensus forecast at 4.1%. This was slightly cooler than August's 4.3%. So, there don't seem to be any nasty surprises in the data, which is a relief. The stickiness of the headline figure, in that it did not move down, is largely attributable to higher energy prices, which may or may not continue. Core inflation seems to be continuing to head downward, which is good news. However, the year-on-year increase is still a long way from the Fed's 2% target. Nevertheless, expectations are still for no rate hikes at the November FOMC meeting in just over two weeks' time. In traditional markets, US stocks were feeling quietly optimistic yesterday, as Q3 earnings have started to trickle in with no big shocks so far. 
Nasdaq led the way with a gain of 7 tenths of a percent, the S&P 500 gained 4 tenths, and the Dow Jones lagged with a gain of around 2 tenths of a percent. Despite the inflation read not delivering any major disappointments, futures are pointing to a weak open today as concerns around the auto workers' strike are hitting some industrial stocks. European equities were largely flat yesterday, but have been moving higher this morning as investors focus on earnings and US inflation. Earlier today, the German DAX index was up three-tenths of a percent, while the UK's FTSE 100 and the broader Eurostock 600 were up seven-tenths. In Asia, Japan's Nikkei index jumped one and three-quarters percent today to reach its highest point in two weeks, partially powered by the likely divergence of US and Japanese rate paths. The US is expected to start lowering rates next year, while Japan perhaps starts to hike. This is expected to attract investor capital back into Japanese markets. Things were also looking positive in Chinese markets, as China's sovereign wealth fund increased its stake in the country's biggest banks for the first time since 2015. The Hang Seng Index rose almost 2% today, reaching its highest level in more than a month, and the Shanghai Composite jumped almost 1%. In commodities, oil is climbing this morning, as Saudi Arabia and Russia reaffirmed their close cooperation in the crude market. In an interview on Russian state TV, the Saudi energy minister said that producers will continue to act preemptively. In other words, will continue to try to control the range within which oil trades. And for oil producers, higher is better. Meanwhile, the Russian deputy prime minister stressed the fragile balance of the market. As you can imagine, this did not do much to calm sentiment. Earlier today, the Brent crude benchmark was up 2.2%, trading at $88 per barrel, almost completely unwinding the reassuring drop we saw yesterday. Gold is also up today, rising almost half a percent since yesterday's close to trade at $1,883 per ounce, its highest level in two weeks. Stay with us. Next, we're going to talk about crypto research from an encouraging source and potential new Bitcoin use cases. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. These cash-settled contracts give full exposure to crypto performance without the hassle of holding the physical position. No digital wallet? No problem. Trade nearly 24-7 in a transparent CFTC-regulated market. Visit cmegroup.com crypto to learn more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Welcome back. In this section, we're going to look at Bitcoin evolution. But first, today I want to talk again about the different regulatory approaches to crypto assets on opposite sides of the Atlantic Ocean. In previous episodes, I've touched on the progress made in Europe and other jurisdictions on the creation of comprehensive crypto frameworks that allow businesses to understand the rules and give investors some comfort that crypto activities within those rules are accepted. So far this month, we've had a flurry of insight into crypto market structure from none other than the European Securities and Markets Authority, known as ESMA. Yesterday, 
ESMA published a report on the potential market risks of DeFi applications. According to the report, these stem from operational and security vulnerabilities, the lack of a responsible party, and the speculative nature of many DeFi structures. It also touches on the potential for market manipulation. The report stresses that DeFi does not pose a risk yet, but is worth monitoring as the industry grows. A key takeaway is that ESMA recognizes that the industry will continue to grow, that it can offer efficiencies and innovation, but that there are issues that need to be addressed. There is no hint in the report of banning DeFi activities, and on the whole, the information is balanced and well-researched. Even more interesting, this is far from the only publication from ESMA on crypto markets in recent days. Yesterday, it also published a paper categorizing different types of smart contracts. And the regulator's Securities and Markets Stakeholder Group published generally supportive thoughts on the registration and oversight of crypto asset service providers. And there's more. Last week, ESMA published a detailed analysis of how transaction data is stored on different blockchains. Another on how on chain transaction reporting could be handled from a regulatory standpoint. And a third on issues that still need more detail, such as record keeping obligations, what kind of data to offer to the public, what metrics should be monitored, and so on. All are thoughtful and detailed. Just imagine this kind of deep research being published by a US financial regulator today. Next, there's increasing chatter in the Bitcoin community about a proposal called BitVM. Notice that, unlike other Bitcoin technology proposals, this has not been assigned a name beginning with BIP, which stands for Bitcoin Improvement Proposal, followed by a number. That's because it does not involve any change to the Bitcoin code. What it does do, apparently, is enable Bitcoin-based smart contracts of unlimited complexity. Again, without directly affecting the network, which is a breakthrough. Under BitVM, computations would be performed off-chain and then verified on-chain, similar to the mechanics of optimistic roll-ups on Ethereum. This proposal may gain traction, or it may not. The main takeaway is the reminder that Bitcoin may be a new type of money, a store of value, payment mechanism, or speculative asset, whatever your preferred use case may be. But it is also a new technology. Its use cases are still evolving. This makes it extremely difficult for analysts to perform any type of typical estimate of future value. And that is part of the point. Any estimate based on expected adoption cannot take into account all future potential uses because us human beings are generally pretty bad at imagining what new technologies will be used for. This does not just apply to crypto. We didn't get the main use right for the internet, GPS, the phonograph, steel. There is more upside to highly tradable new technologies over the long term than we know how to price in. That's it for today's show. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. 
We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.